um, crime to society. And what the Nigerian Correctional Center is doing, it's no longer prisons um, that you should know. And that's something that we have highlighted uh, since this show started last year. And we are interested in making sure that as you get to listen to us, you're corrected. You know, some of the things that you do, you stop them because maybe you didn't think that, you know, it was a big crime or maybe you didn't even think that it was a crime, but it is. You've heard uh, from different um, different um, facilitators. We have been bringing here and guests talking about how this crime affects the society. Today, we have another interesting guest. And we'll be looking at support and rehabilitation in the correctional centers. Very important. But I have to say hi to Agbaji Agbaji, who hasn't been here in a while. And I'm seeing him for the first time, I think, in... Is it? First time in 2021. No, but I've, I've, I've seen you before. Yeah, I've seen you before. Yeah, actually, I was here first Tuesday. Yeah, forgive me. Am I getting older that I can't remember that I saw you in the first week of this year? Good to see you, who is the PRO of the Nigerian Correctional. I'm happy to see you. We'll give them all the support they need. Yeah, I will yeah. never forget when I last saw them in December. You know, it's so exciting that I saw these people who are who have been denied freedom. Somehow they were so happy that day. You know, yeah. I sat down there and I was thinking about that. I look at the happiness. I mean, this was just an event put up for them, you know, to feel yeah. good and feel happy. And they they enjoyed the moment. And I sat mm-hmm. down and I said, hmm. How many times do I really enjoy my life? You know, now that you know, I, I, I was thinking about it. I was going off philosophical, but it's good to see that they were doing really good. Abaje, you guys yeah. are doing greatly. Yeah, thank you so much. But it doesn't yeah. mean that you cannot do more. Of course, uh, because uh, I know that sometimes they might eat one and have one one time a day because it happens. No, is there right to have a trespass <laughs> every day? Is okay, there right? Okay, all right. So I said we're going to be talking uh, support and rehabilitation today. Our guest, it's the first time he's coming here today, and I'm. Really really excited that he's here. He's um, Chaplain Insibet Matthew, the National Director, Good News Jail and Prison Ministry. He's the right person to talk about this because we're looking at support uh, from NGOs, from individuals and from companies. Good morning. Good to see you, Chaplain Insibet. Good morning. Thank you very much. Great. So, um, I must say this is the first time I'm hearing about Good News Jail and Prison Ministry. Um, Let's talk about that. When did this come up when did it start how long have you been in existence well i want to first and foremost appreciate um, god almighty for this uh, wonderful opportunity and the leadership of nigerian correctional um, service for this um, great opportunity good news jail and prison ministry has been in existence since 1979 Mm. we have been working in different uh, custodian centers since that time 1979 interesting yeah this is interesting in Nigeria. Yeah, in Nigeria. This is interesting. That's how many years ago? About forty years. Forty, 40 years. years ago. The organization was um, began with um, by my late uh, father. Oh, it's yeah. a family business. Not actually a family business, but he is the one whom the Lord used to bring up the hmm. this ministry. It is an international organization. Okay. Yeah. Why did you decide to go ahead with what your father had laid down already? Well, that is the passion that the Lord laid in my heart 
Anlamam. So he laid it in your father's heart and also laid it in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to lay it in your son's heart? <laughs> and the know. Lord's will. <laughs> this is interesting. This is interesting to know. And ever since you you took this role of the um, director, so to say, yeah. um, how has it been? Well, um, humanly speaking, he has not been quite very easy looking at the situations and circumstances around the prison um, organization and ministry and even to the field in different custodian center. The work has been quite challenging, but I really want to appreciate God for his grace given to us in order to push ahead in these um, services to humanity. Mm. Now let's come talk about support. We'll come back to um, the Good News Jail and Prison Ministry, but let's talk about support and rehabilitation. When we talk support and rehabilitation, in what context are we looking at in the correctional center or service rather? Uh, well, uh, looking at the um, responsibilities of the organization, uh, reformation, rehabilitation and reintegration of our brothers and sisters in different custodian centers, the first thing I would like to emphasize is the spiritual um, support, which has to do with um, going in into different facilities and ministers, God's word to the inmates. By the grace of God, this organization, we have been having uh, Bible studies, counseling, and revival meetings. And mm. also through this, we give them uh, literatures and Bibles, which helps in total reformation, spiritual reformation of the of the aid made in different custodian centers. How helpful is this spiritual support? I mean, we, we hear that a lot. Some pastors come here and talk about how, oh yeah, they get in there, these inmates, and they give their life to Christ. For someone who might be saying, well, what use? I mean, they're there. Some of them might be lifers. Some of them might be, you know, and what, 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 what use is the spiritual support? Well, the spiritual support is there. How does it help them in that, in that confinement? Yeah. Even outside the, the spiritual support, like uh, giving them Bible, ministering God's word to them is very, very important without because without that they cannot, even though you may give them physical assistance and support without the spiritual they go nowhere because whatever thing we are aiming they're already, they're already in prison, yeah. why, why are they going to obviously, they're already confined yeah, even though they are there, but mm. one day there is still a hope, and okay. that is why Jesus Christ came, so the spiritual to, support is for hope, yes, so that they can have hope even though they may be there for years, but there is hope for them. As long as they have received Jesus Christ mm. as their Lord and Savior, life does not finish when one is in the prison. Yeah. Now, this hope that you give them, of how does, he, does it, you know, um, how does it reflect in their day-to-day activities within the confinement of the prison walls? Yeah, many of them, as we minister the hope to them, many of them has changed. Okay. Those who were aggressive because of their situations, mm. the Lord has helped them to change and they are peaceful. They are living in peace. They don't fight again. They don't react okay. again because of daily receiving God's word, the hope. So it affects their behavior in confinement. Really. And they become better. Yeah, really. Really, mm. this is very interesting. Really. Um, interesting how the spiritual support can go a long way in helping. Now, let's not talk about the spiritual support. Uh, for though I, I do know that not everyone in confinement would still agree 
to have this hope mm. what happens to those people have has there been a thorough study to say okay these guys who have not accepted this hope this spiritual support mm-hmm. they're acting different from the ones who have is that is that's a is that a concrete research that has been done well we continue to do uh we continue to minister god's word to them even though they may not receive the hope but we continue to do our part by daily sharing God's word to them. You know, no one can actually change any man. It is the work of the Holy Spirit, but we are vessels that go in there to minister hope to them. And then the Holy Spirit do the work of transformation mm. in their heart. I see. Now, from the spiritual support, what other support um, do you offer? Well, the organization Good News Jail and Prison Ministry, beside the spiritual support, we have been assisting different facilities with the water boreholes and generating plant in different uh, facilities across Nigeria. We have been doing that. This organization has also been providing mattresses blanket from time to time hmm. because of um, because these are some of the challenges they also face. So the organization has been providing mattresses, blanket, toiletries. To different um, custodian center we have also do our base in making sure that we provide them um, food items to all the facilities not only in Ibom but across um, the nation so these are some of the things that this organization have been doing mm. we have been providing read, reading glasses to them we have been taking care of their health need, educational support in terms of writing materials. This organization has been doing this. Okay, so Good News is interested in first the spiritual support that they can offer and then the physical support in terms of, you know, what you just mentioned. Yeah. Well, let's go back to this um, spiritual support, which is obviously the mainstay of this organization here. Um, yeah. You mentioned first giving hope to people. Um, in the, the correctional service that's the number one thing that good news wants to do why do you what more what more do you offer as you give hope to the people we as we give hope to the inmates our brothers and sisters outside there we also give them literatures gospel literatures we help them with bible as i mentioned earlier we provided them with bibles we give them literatures, and we also do what we call um, uh, correspondence lessons that help them in their daily mm. work with the Lord Jesus Christ. Is it scriptural what you're doing? Is it is it in any way? Can we can we look at the Bible and read and say, oh, this is in the Bible, so they're doing what the Lord said? Really, really. Like when you look at the book of Hebrews, chapter thirteen, verse three, say, "Remember those in prisons." as if you were chained with them. I mean, remember them could mean I could stay in my house and pray for them. Why, um, do, why do I have to go there? Even in Matthew chapter 24, that emphasized I was in the prison. I was naked. I was without anything and you came to visit me. So yeah. that's it. That's the scriptural basis yeah. for what you do. Yes. Now, someone who's listening would will start thinking about someone who has been locked up for years and say, well, if God is so interested in me, as you say, you're giving me hope, why am I still here? Why can't you just do a miracle? Let me just leave this place. Why the governor should pardon me and all of that. Those are genuine concerns that someone in, you know, in custody would think about. What do you say to such a person? Well, what we do, there is a reason why God allows each of them to be there. 
there is a reason. So is God wicked? He wants me it's not to actually, suffer? It's not that God is wicked, but he has a plan for everyone. Sometimes, maybe because of um, one's action, one's offense, that leads them there. So irrespective of whatever the situation may be, as long as you are there, you need to check your life, whether actually am I, was my life wrong? Did I live a wrong life while I was in the society? Mm. What actually bring me here? And if I understand that what the way I live my life in the outside was contrary to God's plan, I need to change my, 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 my mind. I need to change my heart. Mm. And this happens as one receives God's word, the hope. The hope of God's yeah. word. Um, this is very interesting because I do know um, we've spoken to um, Reverend Ephraim Dabi on this. And yes, he still emphasizes this, how this is very important. But just as they say, they never go there without something. And this is what Good News is doing. Mm-hmm. Good News preaches hope and also gets to help um, the inmates with some materials. I, I know that you also do some a form of um, skill training. Yeah. It's still on Good News. Yes. How does this happen? What, what's the process of that? The organi- and what do you train them in? We, uh, the organization also embarks on training the inmate on skill acquisition, like um, helping them to know how to produce a bath soup, at, um, something like Isles, Ditto. You were the one who gave me that um, the day I came. But was he the one? That's, that's your brother. That was your brother? Yeah. Ah, yes. Small. I just, I've seen this person somewhere. I'm so sorry. Your brother gave me. Yes, yes. You know, I met the brother. Oh, this is so good. This yeah. world is such a small place. Yeah, the brother gave me like, is it four liters? Uh, a liter. Oh, a liter. Interesting. I feel good. I need another one. Okay, sorry for, sorry for interrupting. I just had to bring that up. Thank you. <laughs> so we also train them on uh, barbing. Okay. Yeah, because in one of the I think in Ekorabasi Custodian Center where we had a, we have a bathing saloon, mm. so we also do our best to make sure that they know how to bath so that as they go out, any one of them who is late, empowering them yeah. for life after yes. confinement. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. Now, who are members of Good News uh, Jail and Prison Ministries? Like, it's it's a company. Do you have staffers, or uh, what? What is it like? Well, uh, the organization we have the president. It is an international um, ministry. Um, we have our headquarters in the United States. We have the national leadership of the ministry. The ministry is being registered with the um, CAC. Okay. We have board of trustees. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also have people who are chaplains who goes into different prisons to minister, God, um, to render services to the inmate. We also have a team of other members that we call them um, volunteers. They join hands together with individual chaplains to minister to different um, custodian centers. Any qualifications to being a volunteer? Um, actually, or requirements? Actually, yes. We have basic requirements. And one of those? And one of it is that one needs to be born again because it is a spiritual um, service. Ah, so it's specifically for Christians? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Someone listening and who's not a Christian says, okay, um, if I want to be involved, I'm not a Christian, how do I come in? <laughs> Where we want it to, you know, you cannot give what you don't have. So if you want to give hope to those in the prison, 
your life first and foremost must be transformed. If your life is not being transformed, you cannot transform others. So it is very, very important for one to be part and parcel as a few chaplains or a volunteer. Mm. One need to have Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Let's get to the issue of funding, which would um, also might require someone who's listening and says, well, I'm not really a Christian. I don't think I really want to go and preach in a prison, uh, but I may be able to give financially. Um, how how do you get your funding? It's an international company, as you said. How do you get funded? We partner with individuals nationally. We partner with... So you uh, only partner with individuals who are Christians? No, not, not actually individual Christian. We partner with individual churches and um, businessmen and women. So um, we are not actually said we are partnering with those who are Christians or whatever, mm. but we partner with individuals, churches and companies who have the passion to this kind of to this kind of services. Okay, so humanity. financial partnership is open to everyone. Yes, but when it comes to field volunteerism, it has to be strictly um, those who are Christian. Is uh, because we need of, to understand bec- that because of what we offer, because uh-huh. of our target. Our okay. target is to help the inmate, not actually on the material aspect, mm. but to make sure that their lives are transformed, which comes through the Word of God. Mm. Very interesting. If you just tuned in, this is Comfort 95.1 FM and we are talking the Correct Live Radio Show and we do have someone here uh, talking to us about um, support and rehabilitation for inmates and we are basically looking at it from the spiritual angle and from the non-governmental organizations how they are helping us. I'm glad you should answer one or two questions because I have some questions for him. The chaplain in Sibiat Matthew, he's the National Director Good News Jail and Prison Ministry. Before we come back to the chaplain, okay. um, what this organization is doing, how impactful is it? Uh, I would say very impactful. In fact, uh, what they are doing is massive. Uh, recently, they... They, they conducted a, a medical outreach at the correct medical study center was here. Uh, mm. The controller of correction, uh, Mr. Akinlola Rishabinone, was there. So we we saw what they did there. It was I was highly impressed. In fact, uh, I, I don't I lack ways to describe uh, the, the the support the, the 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 massive support the organization have been rendering to us. Um, actually, what happened at a correct custodial center is something that is highly you know. Uh, something that other people can emulate, you know, and NGOs and, and religious uh, bodies. And they did what um, about uh, almost more than 30% of the inmates and they checked them and treated wow. them. And they conducted surgery. They came with a team of uh, medical professionals, highly qualified doctors and nurses. You need to see, I have the pictures in my phone. You know, that's, you know, that's, that's something that we need to really, really appreciate them for doing that. Mm. I think that's the first of its kind in this uh, Aquibo State Command. So, oh, the first uh, of its kind? Yes, you know, and it's not as if they've been doing that. Okay. They, 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 they be doing that. Uh, I really appreciate them. It's a massive. Um, they, they've done other services like drain of boreholes. 
Uh, I know in New York, Costa Rica, you have yeah. done a borehole there, yeah. and a kit and, and a crabasse. So mm. they've 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 given us a lot of support. The um, the workshop at Ikorabase was built by them. The barbing workshop, yeah. you know, where we train these inmates on how to uh, mm. bab their hair so that when they leave the custody, they, they can actually go into uh, barbing. So and they, they've been reading a lot of mm. uh, support. You know, you, you just mainly talked about the uh, physical support. Yeah. Um, and the good news is more of the spiritual. Let, let's let's get you to see the inmates who have heard the word. What is it like for those inmates who have been going through maybe the Bible studies, you know, Bible studies and all of that with good news? Uh, what's the difference? Uh, what's what? What can you see differently in their lives? Uh, we've said it before here, and we can't just over can can be over emphasize the role of the uh, spiritual, um, uh, um, the role of uh, spiritual uh, uh, gospels and all those things uh, for the inmate. Um, you can't transform somebody if you don't give that person a spiritual back and if you don't like he said it's true the the word of god and mm. the holy spirit will enable us to uh, transform remember i've said it before that it's very difficult for somebody who is an adult uh, to change uh, something like a habit that the person has already uh, uh, formed you know so um, the spiritual is, is very important. While we are counseling them, they are also okay. giving them that spiritual support. It helps to transform them and it also helps to, you know, see how we can rehabilitate. Because it's first of all, it's from the inside. For you to change somebody, for you to reform somebody, you have to start from the inside. The person mm-hmm. has to accept to change before we can now uh, apply other, other measures. So when that is done and um, spiritually the person has not accepted the help, there's no hope for that inmate? You can't reform somebody if that person is not willing to, to be reformed. It's, it's only start from that person accepting, yes, I've heard, I've, I've done this, I've wronged the society, now I want to be a changed person. The person must have that conviction. So if that person is so not... So that under- conviction, does it only come when you have accepted you know, the spiritual help the good news brings? That's the hope of the Bible, the scriptures. Um, you know, uh, giving your life to Christ, have a way of, you know, uh, uh, in, uh, how I put, you know, to condition the minds, you know, to... But there are good to, people uh, who are not Christians who are not in crime. Or people have changed. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, but, you know, when somebody is in... When somebody, uh, you know, the person has committed a, a crime and uh, we need to reform that person. There is how the, 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 the word of God we have to water the, 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 the soul, you understand? So, what are you uh, a reverend? The very reverend that will use words like that, what's that the soul? That's how so, reverend speaks. So, uh, ministering to them really helps, and mm. it helps, and psychologically it helps them, it helps to engage them, and we uh, keep them engaged. Yeah. Mm. What more can we know about what good news is doing with the inmates? The ministry has also been providing um, a uniform uniform to the inmates because um, in the facilities those inmates who are uh, we call them um, those who are waiting there are those that we call uh, awaiting trial inmates and those who are convicted 
the convicted are subject to put on their their uniform so we work with the different custodian center mm. the authority to make sure that we give them we provide them uniform and other things like that so the uniform helps to identify the awaiting trial admit and the convicted admit oh. so the ministry also do her best to make sure that the uniform are being so out mm. and then we hand it over to the authority for the usefulness of the inmates. Interesting. There's something I, I read about your um, uh, purpose, and I, I think we should talk about that. You you have already talked about, you know, um, being um, sharing the gospel. The, that one is um, challenging the church and community to partner in ministry to meet the needs of inmates. Yeah. Explain this um, purpose to us. Like the, the purpose, the challenging the church and community to partner in ministry to the inmate. What this means is um, we do what we call a um, visitation to local churches. Okay. And we also meet with the um, community heads. And what we do is as we go to the church, we meet with the church leader, the pastor, discuss about the vision of the ministry. And then from there, we encourage them to see the need because not all the churches are interested in going to the prison. Mm -hmm. So we share the need and the challenges and why the church should be involved in ministering to the those in the in the prison the same thing is applicable to the community leaders mm. so and then let's come to that community we, we should talk about it um you get into a community and you try to talk with them why they should be a part of what you're doing on and see how they can rehabilitate you know people in inmate also with you or help in any form and and the reaction is well they're criminals uh, they've been they i mean they've been terrorizing this community they finally gotten them why should i help someone who is just doing or rather serving time for his crimes when such a question comes up what is your response um in many occasions when a question of such comes up to wait first of all does it come up <laughs> do you have such questions no, no, no. do you have such you know um resistance from the community we have never experienced that we have never experienced that they do not question why why, why am i helping what's my business is, is it my business the man is a criminal <laughs> uh, some people may think like that but mm. we do our best to make sure that we help them understand that even though they have committed such a crime god is still interested in their life and many at times in our experiences many of them have changed and therefore after they are released from the facility they are going back to the society and therefore we work with the community leader that this person has been changed he is no longer the kind of person that he was yes. accept him or her let me come to Ogbaje because I'm asking that because I know Ogbaje okay. and I we have talked about yeah. the community yeah. the, the role in rehabilitating um, mm. inmates yeah. uh, you know uh, this this is a very negative perception from the public and uh, recently I was with a lady I was just you know talking about this so there is need for the society to understand that they have a role to play when it comes to reformation rehabilitation mm. and reintegration of uh, inmates because 
if the society doesn't accept these people it will it will make them to go back to crime yeah. and okay. it's, it's a big problem that stigmatization stig stigmatizing these uh, offenders mm. so the the society the community they have a role to play so stigma um, makes you know some of these inmates difficult it makes it makes the uh, the process of rehabilitation very, very difficult, difficult for the ngos for the officers and men so there is need for them to support even at the at the stage of reintegration as in do, these people going back to Massive the society, society yeah. we, that's why you see them they'll go out to to talk to them we have our officers our, our aftercare officers that also reach out to this to the community where this person mm. come from trying to let them know that this person has changed there is need for you to accept him if you don't accept him or her there is every tendency that the person will go back to crime so do you face any form of resistance? Yeah, yeah, we've, yeah. we've, we've seen that. Even, even there, uh, recently something happened at Ecorate, uh, some inmates were brought and we need to establish contact. So the controller, you know, asked uh, the officer in charge to engage the community. Do you know what they told us? They said, please, we don't want to see them. Wow. Even if they are dead, you push, you bury them. We don't want them to come back. Wow. They have been terrorizing them. So we try to educate them that, no, it's not like that. Everybody, you know, Everybody need a second chance, you know. There is nobody that doesn't um, um, mm. need a second chance. So people can change. Did, and, you, did, 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 did the um, NCC, mm. NCS finally, you know, mm. did you finally convince them to get them back? Of course, we were able to connect to their relatives because, you know, when these people, when they, they must have uh, done all this, uh, you know, uh, crime. A, a crime and act, you know, it, it, it will make the, the, the society to reject them. So it is now our job to reconnect and reconcile. Right. That's where the restorative justice, the non-custodial mm. measure comes in. We try to, you know, you know, apply that measure to, you know, restorative justice to see how we can reconcile these uh, people or well, that, that's quite a big deal um and you just mentioned the family so yeah, the family themselves um how do they receive this um, you know you know when somebody when, when, when somebody is in custody it, it comes with a kind of pain we've talked about family support mm, yeah. uh, uh, several you know it's, it's not an easy thing just imagine when you have a relative who is in custody and you feel very disappointed and you know it's, it's a difficult process but we try and by the grace of god to see how we can reconcile them all right so yeah. just before we go chaplain in Tibet, uh, one word um you are you calling for volunteers are you calling for any help in any form yeah, well, um, we solicit for um, interested individual churches and um, businessmen and women to partner with this um, organization, Good News Jail and Prison Ministry. We are all out um, ready to make sure that our services have been extended not only in Aquaibon State Custodian Centers, but to every other state in Nigeria. All right. Can they reach you? Do you have a contact they can reach you? Yes. Or an address? Yeah, we have our ministry addresses and at uh, 112 Ikode Road, Abak. And our phone number is um, 080-2294-8650. 080-2294-8650. Thank you so much, uh, Chaplain Sibet Matthew. You want to say something more or you were... 
Great. Well, we for the church, we appeal and request that you remember to be praying for okay. the Nigerian custodian service and the good news jail and prison ministry. Thank you so much, um, Chaplain Sibet Matthew, National Director, Good News Jail and Prison Ministry, Ogwaji Ogwaji, ASC Ogwaji Ogwaji. Thank you, thank you. Reverend. We don't use such titles. Yeah. I know, I know, I'm just pulling your legs. <laughs> we gotta go, but we will not forget to say please get corrected before you get into the Nigerian Correctional Service. Um, if you don't, well, the police will catch you, and then you get in there and get corrected for the number of times that you have to. Remember, it is your responsibility to also stay safe as you go about being a good Nigerian, a law-abiding Nigerian. Have a wonderful Tuesday. My name is Rose. Up next is the news. Up news headlines. I beg your pardon, and then.